Welcome to the City Edge Church podcast. For more information, please visit our website at cityedgechurch.org.au. We hope that you enjoy this message. Well, welcome to everyone streaming in online to our Caloundra Church and our Innisfail Church. It's just so great to be with you now. And uh, I'm just excited about uh, the time that we can have together now in this moment, wherever you are, as Pastor Nick just shared. And uh, I love that uh, as the church, uh, I personally just absolutely love the gathered church. You know, in Acts, it talks about the church that met from house to house and in the synagogue or the temple. And uh, so I love the, the, the gathering of the wide church together and also home to home and house to house as well. So in this season now, uh, yes, we are doing church online. It's a lot different than usual, but we look forward to the day we can come back together uh, as a church and, and worship together as one. And uh, But I love the fact that in this time, it's so important uh, that we remain engaged and uh, we remain connected as well. Uh, we, we just want to let you know, uh, while we are able, unless it does change, uh, we're still going to be running our life groups. Our life groups are still there. Your life group leader is going to be connected with you there as well. And if you're not in a life group, hey, find out more. The details will come to you on the screen as well. But I just want to let you know that it's up to us, isn't it, to remain engaged. It's up to us to come in online uh, at the time together uh, and also be a part of life groups uh, and also just take the time to connect and and talk with others and, and really encourage encourage each other in this particular season. You know, I just know that God is on the throne. He is sovereign and He has so much in store for us and He is in control during this season right now. I wanted to take this moment as well just to thank everybody uh, for last Sunday in the Caloundra location uh, for being a part of the Miracle Offering. I just want to let you know that we raised and pledged $132,000 and uh, I just want to thank you for being a part of that and I know that there are more people that want to be a part of that that were away for the weekend or, or weren't able to be a part of it then but you can still be a part of the Miracle Offering. And for our Innisfail location, I know that we were meant to do our miracle offering today. And, uh, and because of all the circumstances, I couldn't be with you. Uh, but I want to encourage you as well. If you would like to be a part of the miracle offering, please check uh, the website. But also you can go into the office midweek and uh, be a part of that. And our team will be able to help you there. And that includes our Caloundra location as well. We'd love to help you with that if you would like to be a part of that. But I have a word that I want to bring to us as a church and for anyone streaming in online right now. And you know, I want to say this in this current season, uh, that, uh, you know, in 2019, in October, God spoke to my heart and gave me the word for 2020. And that was the word sovereignty. And I remember I was like, God, that's a little different. Uh, you know, that's a little different, that type of word. But I want to tell you now, that makes a world of sense right now, that God is sovereign and God is in control no matter what's going on in our world right now. And uh, I love the scripture he gave me as well. It's out of Isaiah 46, 9 to 10. And uh, and it says this, for I alone am God. I am God and there is none like me. Only I can tell the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass for I do whatever I wish. And I love this is that God is saying, I am God. 
I am God. See, right now, no matter what's going on in our world, it's not like God's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do in this situation? You know, God is not doing that. God is like, it's going to be okay. I'm in control. I'm going to move because He is God. And we can place our trust in Him and know that He has got a plan in all this. And I know this in my prayer this week, and I know it's been up and down emotionally for a lot of people over the last probably two weeks. But I want to say this in my prayer time with with God. God has been just speaking to my heart and telling me that, you know, there is so much that He wants to do across the world. I really believe when this is all said and done on the other side of this, is that there is a great awakening of the church that's going to come. I really believe that as even we know COVID-19, the coronavirus has spread across the world, that God is going to bring an end to that. I really do believe that, and we're going to pray for that. But I also believe in the same way that that spread, the gospel is going to spread across the world. People are going to awaken to Jesus and all that Jesus has done. And I know a great revival is coming for what God wants to bring right across the globe. And uh, I love what it says in 2 Timothy 1, 6-7. And this is the Apostle Paul who wrote first and second Timothy to really encourage Timothy as the pastor of the church in the city of Ephesus. And he says this statement, he says, he says, therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. I got two keys that I want to share with you this morning. And the first is this, is that we are called to stand in His presence. We're called to stand in His presence. You know, as this, as this scripture showed us here, is that perfect love and the love of God, I really believe, is the power that drives out fear. And I'm going to share that scripture in a moment. But I love that when it comes to fear, you need to understand this. Fear is not from God. Because God has not given us the spirit of fear. Understand that. And a lot of people can be dealing with fear right now in this season. It can be a fear of what is going to happen. It's the fear of the unknown. The fear of will I be safe? Will I be protected? Will my family be protected? What does it mean for the economy, the global economy of the world? What, 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 you know, a lot can really start to grip our minds and grip our hearts in this season. But I want to tell you right now, fear is not from God. I want you to understand that and I want you to stand and believe with me today to know that fear is not from God. All right, God has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. That means clear thinking, amen. That's what God's given us, not fear. See, fear is just faith in the wrong things. That's what fear is. Fear is faith in the problem, in the circumstance, in the issue that's going on around us in our world around us. But I want to tell you, God is saying, hey, look at me. Put your faith and trust in me. I am God. I am in control. Don't fear anything else. Fear me instead. And the fear of the Lord is actually the reverence and trust of God. And as I said, perfect love drives out fear. And that's taken from 1 John 4.18. It says, Love never brings fear, for fear is always related to punishment. But love's perfection drives the fear of punishment from our hearts. Whoever walks constantly afraid of punishment has not reached love's 
perfection. That's an incredible scripture, isn't it? And I love what, it, what this means. You know, in the, in the Greek, the actual word perfection is the word teleos. The word teleos. And that, that actually means to be complete. And there's, a, there's a, a word that shortens with that in Greek, and it's the word telos. It means complete, to be in a complete state. And that's incredible, isn't it? It's like a state of being. That's what it's talking about. And it's speaking of the fact that we can actually have a state of being with God. We can come into His perfect love, into His, into His presence that is perfectly full of faith and hope and life and the love of God because God is the source of love. And when we come into that state of being, that completion in the presence of God, then that is what drives out fear. And we need to understand this. I love this. When, when my, my children, I have three children, and my children were babies, now, I remember when they would have, uh, when, when Kate, my wife, when, when they would have some milk, they'd have a drink, okay? And, uh, and, and Kate would sometimes hand the bubba to me afterwards, and I would, I would burp the baby, and then I'd hold Bubby in my arms. And I remember holding him in my arms, and I'll never forget the sight that I would see, because that baby... He, you know, whether it was one of my boys or my little girl, just looking up and just eyes just like happy as Larry. They were just, just so content in that moment. Man, I've just had a feed of milk. I've been burped and I'm ready to go to sleep. This is incredible. And uh, I remember sometimes we used to take photos because they'd, they'd get that baby smile, that kind of little, little grin on the side and, you know, just start smiling like, ah. Oh, and I could imagine, I'm thinking, what, as I'm holding them, what are you, what are you thinking right now? Because I can think, in their ears, they're just hearing this, oh, this beautiful music. It's just incredible. They're content. I remember, you know, just on Friday night, uh, you know, we got pizza just supporting one of our local cafes in town. We got pizza and the kids had pizza. They had the best time. And then they had ice cream straight after. And I remember looking at them, they're a little bit more grown up in primary school age now. And they're all sitting on the couch, just like when they were babies, just going, ah, that was real good. I enjoyed that pizza. And I want to tell you, there is a contentment that comes, a rest, an assurance a trust that comes in the presence of Almighty God. And God invites us into that. And He says, come, come stand in my presence. Come into my presence. See, we've got a lot going on in our world right now. And there's a lot of fear right now. But the Lord invites us to say, hey, don't forget me. Come into my presence. Come and, 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 and sup with me. Fellowship with me, so to speak. And I want to encourage you, some of the key ways that we can do that is, hey, don't stop praying in this season. Don't stop spending time, allocated time with God in this season. Don't just have your eyes on social media and, and on YouTube and all these only when City Edge Church is streaming online. That's when you can, you can be online. I've got to tell you, we've got a message for you. And, uh, but but there, there can be sometimes you can, you can jump on there and sometimes there's just a lot of fear 
You know, my, my son was just going through and, and just streaming a YouTube clip today. And he's like, hey, dad, what's all this stuff about the coronavirus and COVID-19? It's everywhere. What's that? I had a conversation with him. But I want to tell you that not everything out there uh, is the best thing to watch or listen to. I want to let you know, I was, I was reading just something the other day and they said, man, 50 million Australians could get affected by the virus. I'm like, there isn't 50 million Australians in the world. There isn't 50 million Australians in Australia right now. I mean, not everything is true, okay? There's a lot of escalation. There's a lot of stuff. So find good places where you can find facts and we need to remain informed. I do understand that and get the help we need. But hey, man, some things are just, they're just pushing the fear, all right? So let's be prayers. Let's pray in this season. Hey, do you remember in January, this is Caloundra and Innisfail location, that we brought out the Pray For First resource, and I want to encourage you, I'm using this resource every day, every day. There is amazing prayers in here, the tabernacle prayer, the prayer of Jabez. You can pray over your kids, over your family, your marriage. Uh, you can pray and it just guides you. So if you struggle to pray, if you don't know where to start, grab this resource. And uh, if you don't have this resource, you can email us online or message us. Just send a message to us on, on Facebook. We'll, we'll be able to help you and guide you on how you can get a hold of this particular resource, okay? We just want to help you. The, the next is worship. We need to be worshiping God in this season. Remain in a place where we are, uh, uh, you know, allowing worship music to play in our homes. Uh, have it, uh, you know, uh, playing when you're studying, if you're a uni student or you're a school student. Uh, you know, sometimes at work, you can, you can have worship playing in the background, maybe in your AirPods or whatever. But I want to encourage you, let's not switch off to worship. Stay online with us when we're, when we're doing our online service. Join in with us with worship because worship is key in this season. It gets us into that that state, that state of being in the presence of God. And remember, perfect love, the perfect presence of God around us, that's what drives out fear. And that's why we want to have the presence of God around us. Amen. And the final one is, hey, stay in the Word of God. Stay in the Word of God. See, the Word of God is God speaking truth from His mind and His heart into our world. That's what the Word of God does. It guides us in truth. It's like God's, God speaking directly to us through His Word. And I want to encourage you, have the Word of God in your life. If you've got moments when you've just been watching too much stuff or there's been so much talk at work about this whole situation, then that's the time. Man, you need to get into the Word of God. Get the Word of God in there. So open it up. If it's on your, your, your version Bible app on your phone or device, or hey, why not open up your old school Bible? Just dust it off, all right? Open it up and uh, start to read through your Bible and get the Word of God in your life. See, these are three things that are gonna help us in this season. But I wanna say this as well. At the same time, we're called to fellowship, we're called to connection. And even though we, we, we have social distancing and all that stuff going on right now, if we, while we can still be at work and while we can still meet in life groups, hey, there is a power of the gathered church in connection. And as much as we can connect, whether it is online or in personal, I just wanna encourage us, let's stay connected together. Let's be praying together. Let's be worshiping together. This is so important in this season. And you know, the second point I want to make today 
is that we are called to live out his love. Live out his love. Paul said to Timothy, I want you to stir up the gift of God in you. Stir it up, fan into flame the gift of God in you. Almost like he's talking like, you know, there's a flame of the fire of God and the power of God, the Spirit of God inside of all of us as Christians. And I want to encourage you today. Paul speaks that to us. Why don't we fan into flame the gift of God within us? You know, gifts, how many know they're made to be given? Gifts are made to be given. A gift that gets kept inside or kept to ourselves, it's not being used for what it was meant for. So therefore, if we have gifts that God has given us, God, He he calls us and, and Paul is saying to us, hey, fan into flame the gift of God within you. You know, I know in this season right now, it's kind of the, the, the narrative or the culture can be, I, isolate yourself, think about your own, think about yourself. And I want to encourage you, I think it's important to look after your own life and your own hygiene and, and your family and kids. That's important. We're called to take care and, and live with good safety. I understand that. But I think there needs to be a great awakening inside of our hearts that we don't just get caught in me, myself and I, but we are here to live out His love, no matter what that looks like. See, I just think it can come into the state of when we will, if you can still go to work, that you go into your workplace and you're saying, man, I'm setting a culture here. I'm coming in with the opposite spirit. We may be full of negativity and fear and all sorts of stuff, but I'm bringing the presence of God with me into this space. It's coming in heaven, is meeting earth, because I'm bringing Jesus with me into this environment. Whether you're at school or you can still meet in your your lecture or tutorial at uni or whatever that looks like. See, you can bring it into your online space as well. Is it's the way we speak. Sometimes even type it. The way we talk. That that creates an environment on what we're giving and what we're sowing in this time. And we can shift environments. We can change cultures because we can bring heaven to earth in the way that we're fanning into flame. The gift of God, stirring up the gift of God within us to show love. See, sometimes, you know, in, in, a, in a store or you can go into the shopping center and it's kind of like, this was me the other night. I went in there and it's like, had hardly anything that I needed. It's a little frustrating, all right? When you walk down the toilet paper aisle and there's just none and you see some guy with like six packets in his trolley and it's like, all right, all right, that's okay. God, you're gonna provide, you're gonna look after me, all right? See, it's very easy to get caught up in, 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 in oh, the things I need and you're gonna self-preserve. But remember, God is in control. He is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. He'll look after us. Jesus said, I will, God, you know, God will not let His kids go hungry for bread. And what that means is, is that God will look after you. He'll take care of it. We just need to trust Him. And whenever we're getting caught up in, in our mind and, and, oh man, I just got to, you know, what about, and, and even if you are in quarantine right now or you're, you're in isolation at this time, hey, you can fan into flame the gift of God within you. You can still ca- stay connected no matter where you are. So let's be those that show 
the power of God. That means the presence of God wherever we go. Let's be those that show the love of God wherever we go. That means generosity and our encouragement, in our actions, in, our, in what we do in life. That's showing Jesus wherever we go. Hey, how can you think of something generous that you can do for someone else this week? Hey, let's shift the culture. Let's shift the culture. What can you do to maybe daily say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something encouraging to someone that needs it right now. I'm going to be generous in some situation. Maybe you can pay for someone else's uh, you know, item on the grocery aisle or whatever that may be. Hey, let's be the different spirit. I just love with our vision, we're called to transform cities. That means transform culture wherever we are. And I want to encourage you right now, no matter where you are or what situation you're in, you can flan, fan in to flame the gift of God, stir it up within you, and God will show you how you can be generous, how you can show the love of Jesus in this season. Now, as we close this message, it makes me think about Jesus. It makes me think about, you know, as we're coming into this season of Easter, and we got a series that we're going to do some preaching on as well called, you know, called the Crown of Thorns. But I was thinking even today as I'm finishing this message and I'm thinking, Lord, Lord, it was incredible, you know, in those last 12 hours of before you went to the cross. You know, Jesus could have just kind of thought about Himself in that season. Thought about Himself maybe even in the Garden of Gethsemane when He was in there and He, he knew when the soldiers were coming, He was God. He knew. He could have kind of scurried away and went off somewhere else would skip that moment but he didn't he stayed and he kept moving forward and see you know he could have in front of the high priest he could have he could have denied and said oh you know I know the accusations that I'm the Messiah he could have denied that and 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 he probably could have get, gotten let go in that moment but he kept moving forward and he didn't deny it I am the son of God I am the Messiah I am here for a reason for this cause I was born. For this cause I've come into the world. In front of Pontius Pilate, he could have done a miracle. He could have done anything to show that he was God, that he was different. He could have, he could have said so many things in that moment, but he didn't. He allowed himself, like Isaiah 53 says, it was like a lamb led to the cross, led to the slaughter. In that moment, he went willingly for the sake of of humanity. I think even on the cross, when He was on the cross and the soldiers are, are mocking Him and accusing Him and even the criminal beside Him is saying, man, if you are God, then get yourself off this cross. Get yourself down. But He didn't. He remained there. Why? Because of His love for you and me. That's why He did it. He went all the way and He did die at the cross. And three days later, by the power of God, He rose from the dead. He rose in victory. Death, where is your sting? Sickness, where is your sting? You have no sting anymore. I'd say this, sin, where is your sting? Jesus defeated it at the cross. He is the King of kings. He is the Lord of lords. And I wanna say this today, no matter where you are right now, you may be sitting in your living room, you may be in a, in a, in a cafe somewhere, you're on a device. It, I wanna say in this moment right now, Jesus loves you. He has a plan for your life. 
He loves you. He has hope for you. He has a future for you. And maybe there's people right now that you're streaming into this service and maybe you don't know God. Maybe you're here in this moment and I just want everyone just to lean in in this moment right now. Maybe you don't know Jesus yourself. I wanna let you know that God knows you and He loves you. The Bible says He knows the count of the number of hairs on your head. It's a little less for me, all right? But God still knows the count. He knows that count. That, that means that He knows everything about you. God wants a relationship with you. And I, I know this about my own life is that life is so much better with God than without Him. And I wanna encourage you today, if you wanna know Jesus for yourself, if you wanna pray the prayer to accept Jesus into your heart, I'm gonna pray this prayer right now. I'm gonna pray it and I wanna encourage you no matter where you are, I want you just just to pray these words with me. If you would like to, you're not made to, but if you would like to accept Jesus into your life, it doesn't matter where you are, you could be anywhere. But you can pray this prayer and and I, I know that God will meet you there by His Spirit. So let's pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, I ask You to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and my past. I accept You today as my Saviour and my Lord from this day forward. Jesus, thank You for my salvation. Amen. That is wonderful. Now, I want to encourage you, if you've prayed that prayer for the first time, or maybe you made a recommitment to to Jesus today, we want to encourage you. There's steps that we're going to let you know a little later on. Uh, But we got help help for you. We got resources for you. We just know that, hey, don't do this journey alone. We'd love to connect with you. We'd love to help you on the journey of next steps, of knowing Jesus and knowing what community with Him is all about.